Good afternoon, Patriots. It's Scott here from Woke Society's here to drop another pack full episode of amazing content. We have a whole slew of Q drops to cover. Adam Schiff's transcripts are going to be released that he's been hiding now for over six months. And why is Obama writing secret letters to the National Archive pleading for investigators to stop looking into uh, Ukraine uh, back when he was in office? So we have so much to cover and so much to get into. So before we get into the content, check out this video of uh, Alexa talking about our wonderful president. And I'll see you guys at the other end of the intro. Take a watch. Alexa, how long will the coronavirus last? The virus itself may last only two more weeks or so, but the faction known as the Democrat Party will continue to make it last psychologically for at least six more months. Their motivation is to thoroughly ruin the economy and blame our great President Trump for it. They are trying to stop his inevitable re-election by any surreptitious means possible. It is well known that people who do not suffer from TDS are too smart for this hoax and will not allow it to go beyond four more weeks. The lazy Americans with TDS will continue to milk the government for more money and time off from work confusing it with being their sugar daddy. We can agree that not longer than four to six weeks and America will be back online. Well, ain't that the truth? For tuning in to the land of the real But it's like the twilight zone The plan is surreal It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed Bring your thoughts to light All the plans they conceal Grab your flashlight It's time to go down the rabbit hole It's dark and hell is hot Dealing with satanic souls The tide is turning Patriots are now in control Apply aggressive pressure right now Until they fold Stay woke Open up guys and keep them healed All they do is lie Realize how everything is real Through Project Looking Glass The future is revealed Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Won't society spin? You know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now. Enjoy the show. Severe and non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So there you have it. Wasn't that great? Alexa was actually telling the truth. Now, I'm assuming that's probably a uh, edited video. Obviously, let's let's be real. I don't want fake news going around that uh, that this happened. But that was actually in a recent Q post, which we're going to get into in just a moment here. So, if everyone can go to the Woke Society's YouTube channel, like, share, subscribe, tell everybody about this channel. We are the news now. If you can, go to. The Patreon, if you want to up your fandom and become a patron and become a sponsor of this show, you can donate as little as a dollar a month or $12. That's $12 a year, whatever you want to do. If you guys hate YouTube so much, go to my backup channel at BitChute where all my content is there for viewing. And that is there also in case, God forbid, something happens to the YouTube channel. So there's that. And of course, my YouTube mywokesasize.com webpage where you can find my YouTube links and also my podcasting platforms you can download the content on the go for all that good stuff and in case you guys want to check out my store I have brand new t-shirts t-shirt hoodies and hoodies for sale at the store where you can find that as well and of course you can always do one time donations to the PayPal in the description below so we got that going on and a whole bunch of other stuff. So it's great. I am so sorry about the audio problems with the uh, Methods interview. 
I don't know what happened. I was on an old software and you sa- I said, you know what? I am never going to have let that happen again. So I transitioned from it from the older software to a new software today. So we're going to be running that and see how it goes. So where do we want to begin? What do I want to begin? I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, that you're going to have to hear this man's voice, but little sneak, this little rat sneak, Adam Schiff. I want to bring him up for a good reason. My boy here, Methods, I want to start with a tweet here that he said, the guy that's been hiding all those transcripts is the same asshole that pulled this bullshit stunt six months ago. I want his perp walk as my new screensaver. So I'm going to play this video here, and it's probably going to infuriate a lot of you um, about Adam Schiff talking about our president, and that's where we're going to kick off the show, and we're going to get into about these documents that need to be released and these transcripts that are being released that Schiff had access to and was trying not to let it out to the public. So let's watch this and we'll dive into that content. Says to me, this president believes he is above the law, beyond accountability. And in my view, there is nothing more dangerous than an unethical president who believes they are above the law. And I would just say to people watching here at home and around the world, in the words of my great colleague, we are better than that. Adjourned. Oh my God! Please, I'm gonna let me go make me vomit. His little bug eye, stupid face. There's not, you know, you, you want to know what's uh, more dangerous? There's nothing more dangerous than representatives like him that are a fucking cancer, a cancer to this country. I'm sorry, I just cursed there, but I can't help it. I cannot help it. So. You have him saying this stuff. I wanted to show this video to put some context because Schiff's been kind of been out of the uh, main major news cycles with the coronavirus coming up, but he was there when the whole impeachment thing was going on. So I'm trying to re- I want to retract. I want people to, re- to remember some of the things that he was saying. And we know he's an absolute liar. We know this. And it's all be- and it's not just Schiff that's panicking here because we're going to look into his uh, transcripts and uh, find out about these uh, all these documents that have not been released to the public that are now being released to the public, and I think some of them already are. But I want people to see something. This was very uh, interesting. This was on the gregjarrett.com. This was yesterday. Obama sends private letter to National Archives claiming confidentiality to not release Biden Ukraine docs. Now, it's been it's been four, almost four, going on four years now that. Um, Obama has been out of office, right? So why now is he coming out asking asking these people to not let this information come out publicly? Well, let's take a look here. Former President Barack Obama has inserted himself in the Russia-Ukraine fiasco. Arguably, this was not the first time. While Democrats have been denying and protecting their guilt and creating and advancing the Russia hoax, there is, there is evidence that suggests the President Obama likely was aware of the probe. Fox News has obtained a letter from the office of former President Barack Obama to the National Archives and Records Administration, which manages presidential records. Why would Obama, four years after leaving office, suddenly get involved? It's an excellent question. The letter to the National Archives was privately sent in March. Arguably, they did not want Fox News to obtain a copy. Nonetheless, the letter bashes Senate Republicans in their investigation of Hunter Biden's dealings with Ukraine. Hunter, the son of former Vice President Joe Biden, joined the Ukraine company during the Obama administration, which is very intriguing. Obama's letter to the NARA, I'm just going to call it NARA, 
as a response to Republican senators, senators Chuck Grassley and Ron Johnson having requested the Obama administration records on Ukraine, related mes- meetings placed on November 21, 2019. Obama's letter claims the senator's inquiry is an effort to shift the blame for Russian interference in the 2016 election in Ukraine. That's very interesting choice of words there, Mr. President. We, we want to stop this because we don't want to shift the blame for the Russian interference in the 2016 election to Ukraine. No, no, we, what it is is we want to find out the truth. This isn't shifting blame, Mr. Ex-President. Traitor. We shouldn't even be calling this guy president. Fuck him. Ugh. I'm in a mood today, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the, the words that are being used is just the way they're being used is slick. It's sly. It's snaky. It's, it just reeks of corruption. So what else does he have to say here? So what exactly is Obama concerned with in regard to the confidentially, confidentiality interests that all presidents have sought to protect? Why so, why so defensive, Obama? According to Fox News, the letter states that the office of former President Obama has produced 12,288 pages. I don't know if that's supposed to be 12 or 122,000, but either way, it's a big number. Pages of pres- presidential records in response to special access requests from the White House and Congress. So what's a few more? For some reason, the Obama administration wants the inquiry to end now. This use of the special access process serves to no legitimate purpose and does not outweigh or justify infringing confidentiality interests that all presidents have sought to protect states, the letter. And that's all I want to get into as far as that. But it's just, it's the interesting question. Why is Obama now coming out of the woodworks after after almost four years to to pretty much ask and beg to not have some of these documents released in regards to the, the dealings he had with his former uh, Vice President Joe Biden and his son and other dealings with Russia because we don't want information coming out that can shift the blame. I can't believe he said that. How more obvious can it be, ladies and gentlemen, that what is going on here is finally coming out to light and people are now just realizing it. They're just now realizing what's going on here and it's absolutely disgusting what we're seeing. It's absolutely disgusting. So, this is what I, the article I just showed you here. I know people love to tweet about panic, and it drives me nuts. Not everything is panic. Not every tweet is panic. People just tweet sometimes. But this, ladies and gentlemen, what you're looking at, this is true panic. Coming out of the woodworks at the left field, asking things to not be put in the public eye. And where have we seen this? We just we saw this with Gisling Maxwell when Epstein killed himself a few months after that summer. What did we see? Gisling Maxwell law, um, lawyers up and is putting a monkey wrench in the release of those documents. She does not want names to be released publicly. It's going to be bad. Same thing going on happening here. It's really crazy. So what's going on with Schiff? Under pressure from Trump spy chief, Schiff moves to release Russia investigation transcripts. So we have the House Intelligence Committee chairman of Schiff is moving to release dozens of witness transcripts from the panel's Russia investigation after the nation's spy chief said he would release them uh, to end a two-year delay. So this is this is why we're going to see in the Q drops here that Schiff has popped back into the main, to the limelight. Schiff, who took over the House to, uh, Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence following the 2018 midterm elections, pinned the blame on Acting Director of National Intelligence Richard Grenell and his office for the lengthy standoff. So, of course, he's putting the blame on, on Richard here, Mr. Grenell. 
After more than a year of unnecessary delay, the ODNI has finally concluded its, pr its protracted classification review of the committee's transcripts, and it also appears the White House has now abandoned its, in its improper insistence on reviewing key transcripts, which the committee appropriately rejected. A shift spokesman, spokesperson said in a statement Wednesday, this process had already taken far too long, most notably because the ODNI improperly held up the declassification review and the release of several transcripts at the request of the White House. So 43 of the 53 transcripts went through the declassification process and we returned to shift over half a year ago. But he had not released them despite promising last fall to make them public quickly. A sticking point with the remaining 10 transcripts had been the desire by the ODNI to allow the White House to review them as part of the declassification process, which Schiff rejected. The ODNI relented, providing the declassified versions of the remaining 10 transcripts this week. Schiff accused the White House of, hi of hijacking the process during an interview with Politico. Of course, it's Politico, right? Back in September, the outlet reported at the time that Schiff still intends to release the bulk of the Russia transcripts in the near future. Nearly a year later, he had not done so. All the transcripts with required redactions can be released to the public without any concerns of disclosing classified material, Grinnell's letter said. So again, Schiff's playing games here. Grinnell's right here clearly saying the, the information is readily available and it's not going to um, expose classified material. In the interest of transparency and accountability, I urge you to honor your previous public statements and your committee's uranium, unanimous vote of this matter to release all 53 cleared transcripts to all members of Congress and the American public as soon as possible. And the last thing I'm going to bring up here, he added, I am also willing to release the transcripts directly from the ODNI as to ensure we comply with the unanimous and bipartisan vote to release the transcripts. So these are the transcripts that Schiff has had for a long time. He knows what they say, and they know when they come out, it's going to royally screw him. And this is why I've been telling you, and guys, it's funny, because I put out the episode Boom Week Coming, right, on, what was it, uh, Sunday night, Sunday afternoon, and I still have you, you trolls out there still message me Monday, Tuesday, when every single day I get a reminder that no, no arrests have been made because apparently that's the biggest end game in this whole thing. People are idiots, man. The whole point of bringing this up is D-Class has been going on. It's been going and it's still ongoing now. And when these transcripts come out, it's going to completely ignite Schiff in the flames and he's going to get burned. And it's going to burn him right out of Washington. And now, now let's get into the Q-drops because a lot of this... A lot of this is going to be talked about right here in Q. So let me just go back here real quick and let me see where I want to start. Yes, now I'm going to go back here just a couple of days because I did not get to cover these drops with you. I wanted to do it methods in the interview, but our conversation got so chill. It just, it just flowed. We didn't get to it. So I want to start here back on 41.15 on May 5th, talking about the Tanzanian... It says Tanzanian suspends laboratory head after president questions coronavirus tests. And a lot of you have seen this already. And I'm bringing this up for another reason because there's another interesting article about this Tanzanian president that I want to bring to your attention. So this Tanzanian, uh, Tanzanian president here, you guys already know, tested a fruit, a goat, and it was a bird. And when they tested it, the a fruit, they all came back positive for a coronavirus. Now... What is that? What is that telling you? That's telling you that these tests are fraudulent and they're not working. And this president knew something was up and his relationship with China, which I'm about to show you, has not been good already. And him doing this made a huge 
cast a huge light on a big shadow about what are these tests absolutely are they even accurate that are saying we had there's covid and this is what he was talking about right here sometimes you can't tell the public the truth you must show them so they bring you to the um by reuters i don't know if you call them reuters router whatever you call these guys but Pretty much is a staying here. Tanzania has, has suspended the head of its national health laboratory in charge of testing for the coronavirus and ordered an investigation a day after President John Magafuli questioned the test accuracy. And so this Tanzanian president got rid of its head of national health because he knew these tests were, there was something wrong with it and they're absolute BS. So he was calling them out. But what's really cool here, guys, I want to show you is this other interaction that this Tanzanian president had with China. This is crazy. This was back on April 24th. So what was going on here, there was a deal going on with China, a $10 billion port loan. And if you guys have been following what's going on with China, China has been trying to infiltrate Africa. They're making all these economic deals. China is trying to, they're trying to pretty much take over. They're trying to take over Africa. So they're getting their hands in, they're getting their claws in deep, by helping helping African um, countries with um, businesses, uh, trade routes, all that stuff, right? So this president here was going to be making a deal with China, a $10 billion port loan. So let's see what he had to say here about this port loan. So Tanzanian President John Magafuli has canceled a Chinese loan worth $10 billion signed by his predecessor, Jakaya Kikwadi to construct a port in his country. The project, which broke ground for years ago, four years ago, was set to run by China merchants holding international would have been the largest port in East Africa. Magafuli said the terms of the Chinese loan agreement could only be accepted by a drunken man. And you guys are going to see why in just a moment. Tanzanian government will have absolutely this is part of the this was part of the loan deal. Tanzanian government will have absolutely no power to raise concerns on whoever invests in the port during the period stated. And one of the terms on the Chinese loan, look at this. His predecessor, Jakaya Kawadi, had signed a deal with the Chinese investors to build the port on condition that they will get 30 years to guarantee on the loan and 99 years, 99 years uninterrupted lease, according to the local media reports. So pretty much what this is saying is, yes, China, come into our African nations here on this port, build this port, and we have no say, no control about who invests here, who comes through here. China is basically running the show and pretty much just taking over the country. That's essentially what this is allowing to happen. 99 years, ladies and gentlemen, think about that. And the past president before him agreed to this. <laughs> this is why this can he said only a this this loan can only be accepted by a drunken man. So another shocking demand which you guys just saw here. Uh killer Chinese loans. They're dubbed as the killer Chinese loans. Several organizations and African citizens had demanded that the president to cancel the agreement. They had warned that the move will have dire consequences, but their concerns were overlooked and the deal was signed. So China has been rightly criticized in both Africa and international media for its abhorrent racist treatment of African nationals living in China. However, after coming to power, President McFoley initiated the renegotiation process and pressed the investors to bring down the lease period to 33 years instead of 99. I think that's more reasonable. Hey, guys, can you not put us pretty much into a loan bondage here? 
for 99 years? Can we do it for a third of that, 33 years, and see where we're at after 33 years instead of 100 years? Insane. Mag Fooley administration also made it clear that there will be no tax or utility exemption to the Chinese investors, and they will need government approval to start new operations at the port. However, the investors didn't meet the deadline issued by Mag Fooley government, hence the agreement got canceled. So essentially what I wanted to show you guys here, this Tanzanian president, Mag Fooley, hats off to him, man. He went, he went up to the Chinese and said pretty much like gave him the finger, flipped him the bird and said, we ain't doing this deal. This deal is for a drunken man. We would be crazy to do something like this. So here's our new terms. And they China didn't like it. And this $10 billion port deal was canceled. So you guys can see here. So this happened before the news broke out about the, um, the, the botched test for coronavirus. So you can already tell this president is aware of Chinese dealings. He thinks they're shady. And he went and tested a fruit, a goat, and a bird, and they all came back positive with these tests. And now you can see there is clearly something going on here, which was great to see. So back to the Q post. Where are we going from here? So 4116, no increased heart risk and large test of COVID-19 patients treated with CHQ, HEQ, and azithromycin. And Q said, welcome to the revolution, linking a tweet here by Laura Ingram that says, more good news, the effect of chloroquine, hydroxychloroquine, and azithromycin on the corrected Q, uh, QT interval in patients with SARS-CoV-2 infection, and it's showing, I'm not going to go through the study, everyone knows here, everyone that's on this channel agrees, we're all on board with HGQ, it's way cheaper, it's, a, it's fixing people now, and it's been around uh, for decades, curing other drugs we're going to probably find out that this, that this HGQ can cure more than just uh, SARS and COVID. So wonderful news. Again, Q says, welcome to the revolution. So fantastic. 4117, fake news strikes out again after King Jong-un appears alive and well. And I actually tweeted this uh, a few days before, and it's just a great meme here. It's a picture here for anyone on the podcast that can't see it. It's a picture here of Kim, Kim Jong-un with his uh, generals behind him. Kim's on the phone and says, hello, is this CNN? I have confidential information about the death of Kim Jong-un. And the second picture underneath it is Kim hanging up the phone and he's laughing with his generals. It's a great meme. And Q said trolling can be fun. And it's a link here to the Washington Post saying here, Kim Jong-un appears to be alive after all. So how did his death make the news? And it's just, to me, is this like, is this a rhetorical question? It's like you, Washington Post, you idiots and everyone else, are the ones that were spreading this. MSNDC, as, as uh, Trump likes to call it, she put out the tweet that Kim Jong-un was brain dead, and we all screenshotted it, and then she deleted it, and then she apologized. But again, fake news. Not a surprise. So Q's having fun trolling here. Awesome to see. 4118. So that was all the Q drops from May 5th. We're now on the 6th here just yesterday. We're catching up current, guys. Q's been dropping like crazy. Game over, Adam. Anons are ready to dig. So Q links a Washington Examiner article here, and underneath, Q writes, Sorry, Adam, but the game is now over. It doesn't end here. Locked on target. It takes time to remove slash install the right people. Sleepers, we are ready. So it's linking here. Byron York's Daily Memo. This is from the Washington Examiner exclusive. DNI to shift. The transcripts are ready to release. And this came out yesterday morning. 
And it says a big development in the fight over 53 secret interviews the House Intelligence Committee conducted during its Trump-Russia investigation. Acting Director of National Intelligence Richard Grinnell has sent a letter to Chairman Adam Schiff notifying him that the transcripts of all 53 interviews, over 6,000 pages in all, have been cleared for a public release. All the transcripts with our required redactions can be released to the public without any concerns of disclosing classified material. Grinnell wrote to Schiff in a letter dated May 4th. And we just kind of went over this. But again, this is why Schiff is now back in the limelight. And we know when these when these get released, it's going to reveal things that Anons have known, we have known for a while, but the public needs to see. They need to be shown the truth. And that's why they're saying Anons are ready to dig. We are ready. This stuff takes time, ladies and gentlemen. The plan has to be executed perfectly. And here we are, 4119. Dates are important. Boom week ahead. Now, this is a screenshot here that Q has of boom weeks here from past years. This last one here is from May 12, 2019. It says treason doesn't pay well in the end. The other one here was, again, just this past week. Boom week ahead. Treason does not pay well. And Q says dates are important. And I'm not sure exactly what this means yet. We're going to have to find out, but that's all I have for that drop now. So let's move on to 4120. Papaw fruit test positive. That's the fruit I just told you about in the Tanzanian uh, present. Tested positive for it. So we have pawpaw fruit test positive for COVID. CBS stages and fakes COVID-19 reporting. Now, this is great. If you guys haven't seen yesterday, Project Veritas released video and evidence of CBS staging uh, long lines in front of hospitals to be treated for COVID. And we're going to watch that in just a moment. And but it it's still seeing this does not surprise me anymore to any more to what I will be called normies. It's probably shocking to them. But this is what Q is talking about. Papa positive COVID-19 test result stage fake CBS COVID-19 reporting. So let's take a look at this tweet. Right. This is this. Now, this isn't the full video. This is a two minute video, which I'm going to play for everybody here. But this is James O'Keefe with his Project Veritas crew exposing this hospital here and CBS for making fake lines to a hospital to, again, push their narrative. Let's take a watch. You're telling me you're 100% certain that CBS News, CBS News Corporation, National, staged a fake event. They faked the news. They faked the reality and broadcasted that to all of their audience last Friday on CBS This Morning. 100% absolutely. Only six states have reported more cases than Michigan, but fewer than 2% of its people have been tested for the virus. In our series on the state of coronavirus testing, Adriana Diaz shows how Michigan is trying to improve a system that has failed some of its people. But the governor says testing above all else will help determine when to fully reopen. And, uh, apparently, the news crew... So I'm just going to read this for everyone out in the podcasting world. So this is um, this is the insider saying, apparently the news crew, CBS News, wanted more people in line because they knew it was scheduled. More people in the line because they knew it was scheduled. Well, we knew they, they were coming. We had no clue that we were going to have to like do face patients. So you have the hospital saying we had we had no clue they were coming, and it says it's. What'd they say? Let me go back so you guys can just, I'm going to read it one more time. We had no clue that we were going to have to like do fake patients. This is what the nurses, this is, this is crazy. Like 
And now you have a doctor saying, hey, did you have, were the nurses saying, hey, you're not actually getting tested? Pretty much saying this is all for a show. She said, we need to make it look busy for the news. Well, I didn't see you guys do the swab at all. I just saw you talking yeah. with them. And then I was talking with we the pretended. other girl. We pretended. And it, this is this is the worst part here. There were a couple of real patients which made it worse. There were a couple of real patients that made it worse. <laughs> is this the the fake line? Yes. Yep. That's it. So, so the people in the cars are are not patients. Majority of them. I do know um, from talking with the testers that that one one of them, one or two of them, uh, were real patients, which added to their frustration because this line sat there for a while, uh, so they could organize the shot. So they they made a a, a line of cars with. With, with medical personnel on the cars as opposed to patients. Correct. And the viewer does not know that. Correct. You shouldn't be afraid to say the truth um, because in the end, you know, truth always wins. Crazy, right? Crazy. Now think how disgusting this is. Imagine imagine you being the person with your family, your, your mom, your father, whatever, and you're on that line and you're getting frustrated. Your, your loved one is suffering and... The, the, the people in front of you, it's a show. You have actually people suffering in that line, but they have to wait even longer because they needed to give CBS time to organize the shot to show that hospitals were busy. Now, the, there's like an 11 minute, uh, 11 minute uh, video of this, the full one. Anyone can go watch that. It's still out there. It hasn't been taken down yet, which I'm shocked because um, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook are just taking everything down at this point. So... This is what Q is pointing out, and it's just funny because there was more information that came out here. Um, this was uh, yesterday. Uh, this was today. James O'Keefe said he has a leaked email. Uh, Cherry Health and CBS News reporter Adrian Diaz communicate well before each uh, each party releases conflicting statements. Collusion. So here's a picture here. It's a, it says below is a leaked email from May 5th, 2020, between Tasha Blockman president and CEO of Cherry Health and CBS News correspondent Adrian Diaz. And this is what it says. It says, I am learning that some of our staff may have been hanging around near the testing tent and some even may have pulled their cars up to get in the video and or to make it look busier. I'm sure many staff were anxious to show you just how busy things can get sometimes. And now it says on the bottom here, it says, neither CBS News nor Cherry Health has returning requests for comment about that email. Shocker, right? And it gets even worse for them. From the Epic Times yesterday, CBS denies awareness of staged COVID-19 testing. So they're coming right out in response to this video and just straight up denying it, saying, no, that's not what we're doing. But we clearly have audio. We clearly have video of of them doing exactly that. And it makes it even worse because there was people there at that moment that are actually trying to get tested. And the nurses said the people that actually need to uh, need to get tested, they they themselves made it worse. The victims are making this worse for us. It is a terrible look. And again, how many more times can the media get exposed? And, and hats off to Project Veritas and James O'Keefe and crew. Great to see. 
4121. It's only on the brink that people find the will to change. Now we're going to go to the YouTube video. I want to play the clip in just a second. But Q says, sometimes you can't tell the public the truth. You must show them. Only then will people find the will to change. And the clip here is from The Day the Earth Stood Still. And I absolutely love this uh, movie. Love Keanu Reeves. Loved almost every video he's done. Let's see what he has to say here. Your problem is not technology. The problem is you. You lack the will to change. Then help us change. I cannot change your nature. You treat the world as you treat each other. But every civilization reaches a crisis point eventually. Most of them don't make it. Yours did. How? Our sun was dying. We had to evolve in order to survive. So it was only when your world was threatened with destruction that you became what you are now. Yes. Well, that's where we are. You say we're on the brink of destruction, and you're right. But it's only on the brink that people find the will to change. Only at the precipice do we evolve. And now this just gives you some context. Keanu Reeves, I believe he's an extraterrestrial in this video. The world's about to um, end, and Keanu Reeves is trying to save it. Um, but humanity in this timeline has already gone to a point where they're going to be destroyed. But th- there's a... We, I could do a whole episode just on that 40-second uh, clip there. Um, but this is this rings so much truth because even this, talking to personal friends and family of mine and people I'm just an acquaintance with, you can spit the facts, the research journals, scientific, scientific journals, anything you want. People, it's sometimes they just don't care. They're so blind to it. So you have to be shown in some, and this is this can be true with so many things in people's lives, especially health, where people let their bodies go to a certain point, and then they have something to, a tragic happen to them, a heart attack, but they come back from it, and it changes their lives. It you have to get to a point sometimes for some people that, for it to get to really bad, for people to realize, oh shit, this is what's been going on. So this is what Q's talking about. Back to the Q posts here. We have forty one twenty two. Frequently Asked Question, Obtaining Information Regarding a Current FBI Investigation. This is a link here to Frequently Asked Questions in the FBI website. The question was, can I obtain detailed information about a current FBI investigation that I see in the news? The answer is no. Such information is protected from public disclosure in accordance with current law and Department of Justice and FBI policy. This policy preserves the integrity of the investigation and the privacy of individuals involved in the investigation prior to any public charging for violations of the law. It also serves to protect the rights of people not yet charged with the crime. I'm not exactly entirely sure why Q was showing this post, but again, it's just saying you can't get information on an ongoing case, essentially. Um, there could be more to that. If you guys find any more information on that, that'd be great. Let me know in the comments. 4123, Diane Feinstein is the bridge back channel of the Communist Party of China. Diane Feinstein is back in the Q drops here. Q writes, connected. How do you how do you come securely non-publicly to find back channel? And the Twitter here is going to Miguel Fonoria. This is from 2013. He writes, Diane Feinstein announces California opens California opens a California China Trade and Investment Office. So they have a China Trade Office right in California, an investment office. Listen as she explains her special connection with Shanghai leaders going back to the 1970s. Let's watch this. Also to the Bay Area Council and the many California businesses and economic development organizations that have made this important private-public partnership possible. And thank you to our many partners and friends in China for your strong commitment 
to growing the economic and cultural ties between our two great countries. I'm especially pleased that California's first trade office has its home in Shanghai. And I have a very special connection with Shanghai. As mayor of San Francisco a long time ago, I had the honor of establishing a sister city relationship with Shanghai. It was the first sister city relationship between a United States and a Chinese city. And to this very day, I remember Mayor Wang Daohan very well, and Zhang Zemin and Mayor Zhu Rongji, two of which, both Zhang and Zhu, became uh, president and premier, respectively, of the country. The relationship, though, yielded tremendous economic and cultural benefits, and that's been... And she keeps going on talking about the supposed benefits, but again, we know there was underlying things that really were going on that was the reason for this relationship to spark. But again, this was the beginnings of Chinese claws getting into our country because of people like Dianne Feinstein. And now, this is what Q is bringing up. How, how do you communicate securely, non-publicly, defined back channel? So they just made this investment um, office in California, set up with the Chinese, and it's a perfect back channel for them to communicate. 4124, corruption. U.S. officials enriching themselves at the expense of our country and national security. And again, this is a screenshot here from this is from an Anon post off the boards. It says, hmm, Feinstein Q drop. She says private public partnership. And it's another screenshot here. Let's see if I can pull it up. Here it is. So it says, I have a very special connection to Shanghai. And this is a uh, what we were kind of just referring to in the video, it says a 1997 Los Angeles Times article is crucial in detailing just how cozy Feinstein had become with Chinese official at the time. The article details how Feinstein's husband, Richard C. Blum, began investigating in China with one project worth, worth less than $500,000 in 1992 before suddenly planning on investing in $150 million two years later. And just an interesting point about Feinstein's husband, I had it on a Business Insider uh, article, but the paywall was blocking me from showing you guys, but you guys can find it. Fein, um, Feinstein's husband also had dealings with none other than Jeffrey Epstein, financial dealings. So keep that in the back of your head as well. So Q's writing, is it really hard to believe that there are elected officials in our government who are enriching themselves at the expense of our country, national security? Why do, you, why do they always include their spouse, son, daughter, etc., follow the money? Again, because they are trying to enrich their own families. We're seeing this with the Bidens. We've seen this with multiple Congress people, congressmen, congresswomen. It doesn't matter. And it says, why is this so hard to believe? Always follow the money. 4125, when by any means necessary. This is a, a meme here that says control the media, control the narrative, control the people. All assets deployed, social media yesterday versus today versus tomorrow, when by any means necessary, everything is at stake. And yes, we know the ramp up of the social media platforms has begun. It's already, it started a while ago, but now it's getting to a point where we're, we are all feeling um, the heat of the censorship, demonetization, everything that social media is throwing at us. 4126, video, an inf video of an infrared laser painting, a target that gets annihilated. Now this is a YouTube video. It looks like uh, some kind of some kind of aircraft here. Uh, this showing using laser guidance to attack a target. Um, obviously, we can draw some pretty simple logical conclusions from this. That we have the target in sight. Let's see who is the first head to roll. Forty-one twenty-seven. 
video montage of news reporters around the nation using the same script slash buzzwords. Now, Q says, worth remembering, note they all read from a teleprompter. Who controls this message? And the tweet goes here. Uh, this is back to Feinstein. That's fine. Goes, uh, did I? I might have missed it. It's okay. It's not a big deal. It's just them talking. It's it's just another video you guys have seen before. Of You have all these these news reporters speaking the same words. Um, this is dangerous to our economy, dangerous to our economy. And it's, it's, it's dozens and dozens and dozens of news agencies. And it's just a video showing that. You guys have all seen this before. Let's keep going here. 41-28. Michelle Obama bashing the U.S. flag and Barack Obama nodding in agreement. Now, Q said this is worth remembering. No, this is rare truth caught on camera. And I've always been kind of skeptical of this video um, because, honestly, how do we really know? But if you read, if you can read lips, and now the fact that Q has uh, linked this now, I tend to believe it a little bit more. This was uh, by QAnon. Report says Michelle Obama's all this for a damn flag comment at the nation's 9-11 ceremony. Hope you can believe in. So for the people on the podcasting world, there is a video here of Michelle and her husband, Barack, standing next to each other. And it's a zoomed in image of Michelle leaning into uh, Barack here saying something. And if you can read her lips, this was at a 9-11 ceremony. And you can see Michelle's lips saying all this for a damn flag. So it's very, very eye-opening um, to see something like that. And Q's just saying, hey, it's worth remembering. 4129, JFK meme. It says, Q says, ready to stand. And the meme says, ask not what you, you can, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. And we are doing as much as we can. That is for sure. 4130, Rosenstein Scope memo for Mueller peddled steel dossier dossier Logan Act conspiracy theories. And again, this is a link here talking about how Mueller was knowingly going through with this investigation, knowing it was completely false and advocating an overthrow of a government. And that is what Q is asking here and it's going to Devin Nunez saying $40 million of taxpayer money spent on conspiracy theories. And we all know the Russian investigation, this entire thing was a huge coup, and now it's being shown to the public. And now it's just funny because we've known for years now, but the public's finally waking up to this. 4131, Alexa knows more about the coronavirus than the media. There is so much truth to this. And that was the original video that I showed you guys about Alexa uh, talking about TDS and pretty much the Democrats' view of the whole entire virus. Really funny video and all that good stuff. 4132, Hannity reveals the unlawful origin of the Mueller witch hunt post Rosenstein scope memo release. And it's just a video here linking to the Sean Hannity video. I'm not going to play it. It's 21 minutes long. Essentially what it is here. I'm going to have, I think I got the clip. I do. It's right here. I won't play the whole thing, but he's talking about Adam Schiff here. So I'm going to play, play this uh, briefly and we'll get back into the Q drops and we'll tie this up. The bulk of information being Hillary Clinton's bought and paid for, unverifiable Russian disinformation dossier. You can't write this in a novel. And look at this memo again. Is there anything about taxi medallions, loan applications in here? Hmm. Everything we have been telling you about the deep state's abuse of power is now as clear as it has ever been. Now, the good news I am told, and I have confidence actually in, a deep state day of reckoning. It's very close. Everything we told you was right. Everything the mob and the media told you. And Adam Schiff, oh, by the way, Adam Schiff, TikTok, not going to be a good day tomorrow. Just guessing. 
Adam Shift TikTok, and I'm actually on my phone right now. I'm gonna be in the middle of recording. It looks like it looks like General Flynn is gonna be exonerated. Wow. Wow. I'm getting the tweets now. Let me uh it's coming through on my phone. I gotta pull this up. Gotta pull this up. This is huge news. And it's of course, I swear, it's always cues dropping breaking news while we're recording, right? Uh, right here. Here it is. This is from Tech Technofog screenshot here from RDoc. The motion to dismiss the charges against General Flynn based on extensive review and careful consideration of the circumstances that continued prosecution of this case would not serve the interest of justice. And here it is. Unleash the general. Exonerated. Fantastic. So let's get back into the cue drops, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I know that was a big one. Um, Q has already dropped more here, and we'll we'll cut through these real quick. So forty one thirty three. With Dan Coates out of the way, we are we are starting to see the D class of important information. There is a reason why Congress did not return to work this week. Think boom drops this week and next 2019, 2020, 21. Coates before D class is ongoing now, ladies and gentlemen. We are in the middle. We are in the middle of this D class and the arrest coming. It's all here. Even again, like I said, even if there was no arrest this week, I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Enough people are awake. We're all waiting for it. It's going to happen. AC-130 gunship lights up the night. It's a military video of an AC-130 gunship. They're gigantic, massive uh, flying fortresses. And it's just showing video of a a target being destroyed. California wants to quarantine people with COVID-19+, even removing removing them from their homes. And this was a video um, here. Now, I'm not going to play it. But I want to bring this up. Dell Bigtree here. He is the producer of Vaxxed. Um, where is he here? Yes. Producer of Vaxxed from cover-up to catastrophe. Former Emmy-winning winner of the producers, The Doctors. This man here has made some amazing, amazing documentaries about vaccines and information he has on it. And he got cued. And this is talking about tracing those tracing programs for people. Um, talking about if your child were to get sick... This department would just roll up and take your child and put them in quarantine weeks away from you doing poking and prodding God's, God knows what into their arms. Just a video of them talking about that. I'm going to refresh this page because there are new Q drops since I started recording this. Um, 4136, when do you expand am, uh, ammunition? For what purpose? And we all know Facebook right now is removing any, well, specifically, it just looks like Facebook is removing anything QAnon. All their groups, and it's funny because I use these groups all the time on Facebook to spread uh, my videos. I put them in a ton of QAnon groups. It's a great way to get exposure, but again, Facebook knows this, so they're going to go right for the heart. It says, coordinated media rollouts to silence conspiracy they deem to have significant potential. You have more power and influence than you realize. Welcome to the revolution. And the, and the tweet here that was linked here is from Anon66. It says, I'm curious why Facebook... And Instagram are only removing QAnon conspiracy pages. Why not remove Bigfoot pages, UFO pages? If it's all just silly nonsense, why is QAnon more silly or harmful than others? Great question. Great question. So let me, uh, we know the answer to that. Let me uh, refresh and see what we have here. So Russia and China both using HTQ to treat COVID. Um, an article here probably showing that. We already know HEQ is the cure. 4138, only the gazillion time we've seen a Q drop seconds before POTUS's tweet. Calculating lag near impossible. Watch the news today, tomorrow, and next week. And it looks like we got 
Huber Hammer Q, most, more of the LARPing the shills must be talking about. And again, showing how the uh, the time between when Trump tweets and when Q drops, it's nearly impossible. It's only the gazillion time. We don't need any more Q proofs, ladies and gentlemen. We know Q is legit by this point. 4139 Q post link to Patriot Twitter accounts to expand reach, prevent collapse, and maintain unity. Facts versus fiction. Bridging. Posting a Patriot Twitter account serves to expand reach, prevent to collapse, and maintain strength or unity. Let's go with this. Guys, this is this is new stuff to me, too. I'm pulling this up with you. Um, right here. I feel that we should have been given the Medal of Freedom for this. Let's play this here. Everything I did was permitted by law and regulation. I had one device. Secretary Clinton used numerous mobile devices to send and to read email on so their this personal is, uh, domain. This is Hillary Clinton and James Comey, it looks like, in this video for, uh, for context. My use of personal email was allowed by the State Department. None of these emails should have been on any kind of unclassified system. I did not email any um, classified material to anyone on my email. There is no classified material. There is evidence to support a conclusion that any reasonable person in Secretary Clinton's position or in the position of those with whom she was corresponding about those matters should have known that an unclassified system was no place for that conversation. I never sent nor received any information that was classified at the time it was sent and received. 110 emails in 52 email chains have been determined by the owning agency to contain classified information at the time they were sent or received. I never sent um, classified uh, material on my email and I never received any so you guys get the point. You guys get the point. We know she's full of shit. Call me's full of shit. And just hearing the news now, I'm just on my phone while that was playing. Um, everyone's freaking out about General Flynn. He's been exonerated. It's happening. These entire thing, having that come out, this is probably what the boom week was for. Maybe not arrest. Maybe we're going to get arrest too. Not sure. But either way, he's been exonerated. Fully exonerated. This is the beginning of the end, Patriots. This is the beginning of the end for them and what we've been waiting for patiently. I know everyone's like, well, we want to rest. I'm, I'm tired of hearing about it. When they come, they come. It doesn't matter. The fact that this is happening after three and a half years of bullshit, we're finally starting to see the cards fall to our side. So let's go into that one more drop here. And it says right here, let freedom ring. And it's an American flag. And let's go to it. I'm sure this has something to do with Flynn. Let's take a look. And there it is. Justice Department is dropping criminal case against ex-Trump advisor Michael Flynn according to court filing obtained by AP. The prosecution has been a rallying cry for the president in attacking FBI Russia investigation. Boom. There's your boom week, ladies and gentlemen. Mark it, Thursday. And if we get an arrest uh, anytime this week, that's just cherry. That's just a cherry on the top. So thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I have so much more work to do now after this. So this is the episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. And guys, I can't tell you enough. We're coming up on a year at the end of May. Um, I love doing this. I love you guys. And I love the support you guys show me. So it's been a wild ride. We're at 32, we're almost at 32 and a half subscribers. We're going to be, I'm telling you, we're going to get, I want to be at 40,000 by the end of this month before I go back to work. So fantastic. So like, share, subscribe, tell everyone about this channel. Go to my BitChute, my Patreon my store, check out all my merch. And of course, if you want to donate to the show, drop it in the PayPal link below. Thank you so much, guys. I'm going to be on Twitter and Facebook. Follow me out there. I'm constantly active. 
stay safe, stay warm, and as always, stay woke. <laughs>